0: and yeah actually Mary I remember that conversation um, I'm like Mary just keep going try a few more standing on the edge
1: just something much too
0: deep it's funny, i'm laughing and my husband's still working from home It's like what are you laughing at i'm like I'm watching shits again it's so funny we are screaming
1: inside
0: but we can't be Oh, you totally caught me on this one. I, you know, I don't know. I would have to, I almost would like to see Jimmy Kimmel drive to this town. I know he's not a character, but I could just see him going through this little town called Shits Creek, no less, and just like saying, this isn't real. This can't possibly be real. I would just like to see him in that town for 24 hours. Weep not for
1: the memory. Not for
2: the memory. Hello, and welcome to a very, very special uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, as you all know, this is the podcast that looks at the uh, personal lives of the people that work for the Cubs and the players as well. And today we're here with a different type of show. Um, One of our major supporters from day one um, is no longer with us. We're going to give her the celebrity treatment today on a podcast that will be available for years to come uh, so that we can look on it. Kids and grandkids can look back on it. Um, This podcast episode will be available uh, forever for the world to know. Uh, why Elise is really important to us. And joining me today on this journey um, is another Cubs supervisor, uh, Kathy. Kathy, how's it going today?
3: Oh, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Now, uh,
2: I uh, reached out to you, you know, because I, you know, as I'm getting through this, I may need to take a break so you can fill in for me. Uh, okay that know me know i'm rarely ever at a loss for words um you know i i have not spoken publicly about this at all uh whatsoever until today uh and um i'm gonna real quick um tell you about that day because that day uh, that i got the news um was a very interesting day a lot was going on because a lot of people whenever something happens uh, and this is not being cocky. People just assume that Frank knows. They just assume that uh, there's news out there about the Cubs. You go to Frank and you find out um, if that news is true or whatever. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my day and how I found out. Um, it was probably an eight-hour day just about the situation here for me. Um, and I'll let you talk about um, how you found out and your reaction. Um, so... One of the Cubs employees, uh, who I believe is friends with uh, Elisa's husband, or knows somebody that is, uh, who is Barry, uh, posted in the Cubs' private Facebook group. He just posted the words, the one sentence: "Sad day for the Cubs family." Um, I had not seen it, but um, he just posted that message, and you can't tell Cubs staff that hundreds of them, "Sad day for the Cubs family," without some follow up or um, something. So um, I was out actually um, at Mariano's and uh, my phone, I was starting getting all these messages. Uh, oh, my phone was pinging, you know, like, oh, notification, notification, I'm like, this is weird. Why is everybody uh, messaging me? Um, but then Ryan, the one who posted on the uh, Facebook page about Elise asked me if I heard about Elise. And I said, um, no, I hadn't, I hadn't uh talked to her yet, um, and you know, and that was it. So I, you know, kept going on, but it was in my head like, why is he asking me about um Elise? And then I think uh, Michael Galloway messaged me and said, Frank, what's the sad news happening in the Cus family? And I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? He's like, somebody just posted, Ryan just posted. In our group chat it's a sad day for the Cubs family And he was highly upset because he wanted to know <laughs> what does that mean uh so I went to their Facebook page and I looked um
0: myself and I saw
2: his message I'm like that's odd and okay so I reached back out to him it's like hey you know what's what's the bad news uh and he said uh you know Elise did you hear about Elise I'm like no you asked me this earlier I didn't hear about Elise uh, but what you know what's going on he's like I think she passed and um, it was not believable to me. Like it just didn't make any sense that, um, you know, that would be true, that it'd be a real actual thing. So um, I think I I I think I went to her page and I saw uh, the last thing that she posted on her page was about the podcast. So I'm thinking to myself, well, she's posting about the podcast, but she always does. You think that she worked for me. She, I'm not paying her by the way, but she's always posting about the podcast. Um, so I'm like, okay, I didn't even think about it at all. Um, so I continued on at Mariano's down the aisle. And uh, for some reason, it was just bothering me though. Like, this is odd, this is just this is just odd, it seems weird. Um, and then somebody messaged me again saying the poster had been taken down. So I'm like, oh, great, perfect. He took the post down, uh, which means that everything's fine. Everything is okay. Um, now I had, Sent Jordan, for those, of you that are new, for those of you that are new to the podcast, new here, um, Jordan, best son ever, best son in the world. Um, I had messaged him earlier that, hey, I may have some bad news for you. Um, and I completely forgot at that moment about his birthday. Um, so when Ryan took the sign, the Facebook post down, I'm like, oh, so at least it's fine. There was no problem. He took the post down. So fine, what have you. Um, but then I started getting more messages about uh Elise. So then I reached out to the Cubs. Uh, I sent a text to um the Cubs because I usually like to verify information. Uh I'm like, hey, did you hear anything about it was Sam by the way. I'm like, hey, did you hear anything about um Elise from, you know, maybe her family called the Cubs or whatever? And uh so Sam was like, no, we haven't heard anything. Um, so I was calm, I'm like, okay, he took the post down, the Cubs have not heard anything, um, fine. Uh, so I tried to continue on through my day. Uh, then I texted my supervisor, Erica. I'm like, Erica, hey, you know, uh, I'm getting all these messages in my inbox um, about Elise, you know, have you heard anything? And Erica is like, um, no, I haven't heard anything at all. She saw the post that Ryan did as well, but he took the post down. So uh, you know, we're thinking that it's okay and fine. Um, I eventually did get a hold to um, um, Mary. And I'm like, hey, Mary, did you, have you heard from Elise today? And her response did it for me. Her response was, can I call you? So Mary never calls me <laughs> about anything because we're on Facebook, each other all the time. Uh, but when Mary said to me, "Can I call you?" Uh, my, I, you know, um, I left Mariano's and had to come home. Um, and then I said to her, "I'm just trying to verify information that I got about uh, Elise that is going around." And Mary said, um, "Yes, it is true. Uh, for whatever reason, I still do not believe it. I just did not believe it at all. But my mind was then on Jordan because uh, I know, you know." Jordan, um, close with Elise. He's had an issue with death this year. Uh, it's his birthday. I couldn't let you know. And Jordan and Elise were just together at an event, Club 400. Uh, Elise has accepted him wide open, wide arm. up. she sees him, big smile. Um, so my focus was on uh, I can't have Jordan's birthday ruined by this news here. So, um, I called him and he was uh, at the spa it's his birthday you know you don't get anybody news at the spa um so he's like frank what's the bad news i'm like uh, oh never mind there, there's no bad news i'm don't worry about it go back happy birthday go to your spa um be fine with it i knew he was at the spa so he wasn't on facebook um and my mindset was okay what i'll do is um instead of him giving bad news me giving bad news to him what i'll do is i'll let him see the news first and think he's gonna tell me the news, I have to take care of me, that way he'll be strong and what we'll you. So um, I went that route. Not only that, on top of that, I'm taking some kids to Las Vegas in a few hours as well. Uh, and we have minors, Kathy, you know, and they're out of town, they rely on the adults. Uh, they rely on the adult to make them secure and feel strong. So I couldn't be taking these minors on an airplane to Las Vegas crying and upset and whatever so here i am right. having to do all of this knowing that you all are at a funeral and what is going on i'm having to be strong for these kids that i'm taking out of town uh, for jordan who's his birthday um it was just a lot and then loretta is messaging me <laughs> and loretta's here i love loretta to death and loretta was like frank she loved me to death i'm like i know i know it, it was just um a very long day and i have yet to speak about any of this until uh Today, oh, Barry, her husband, he called me. Now, and Elise is funny, so I'm going to make this funny, but uh, you really want to hear somebody's husband say that their wife talks about you all the time, right? That's, that's not something that normally <laughs> you, do. <laughs> right. uh, like, that's, you do a bad thing. But uh, Barry left me a voicemail that originally I could not listen to. I had to have somebody listen to it for me, uh, or I would have just, um, I would have come unglued if I would have listened to it. So I had right. the Cubs in the office actually listen to the voicemail for me. I uh, said, let me know what I need to do. I told Mary to let Barry know that I got his message. Uh, I cannot respond right now. I don't have the words or what have you. Um, so the Cubs office actually relayed to me um, parts of Barry's message that, that they thought that I could handle. Um, I did not actually listen to Barry's full message until I got back from base, and the kids were safe and sound. Um, So my one day turned into a week of all of this going on Um, until right now I'm able to speak about it. So um, that was my day finding out that Elise was no longer uh, with us. And as you can see, uh, I've been carrying that for a very long time. (laughs) Um, So that's why today I didn't know How I react to this podcast because uh, this is my first time being able to speak about it publicly. But um, if you can, can you tell me about uh, what you found out? Uh,
3: I actually found I didn't see Ryan's post on Facebook. Um, I was working, uh, I've been working at home for the last year and a half, like everyone else. And uh, I got an alert on my phone when you actually posted something in the Cubs supervisors um, page and uh, it sort of took me aback at first I was because you phrased it as um, you know Elise that helped with the club 400 event a couple of weeks ago and right away I thought no that this can't be real you know this can't be I mean and, and Plus I had just worked with her at the game, um, the games we had just finished a homestand. And so I hadn't seen her on Thursday cause I was, I don't work weekday day games, but I had seen her, uh, you know, the previous few days and just came as such a shock. Um, and I, I replied to your message saying what with a bunch of question marks and exclamation points is that Elise Novak? And I think it was Rahaf that said, yeah, uh, it's unbelievable. So um, just when somebody, you know, it's so sudden like that, it's just unbelievable. Uh, especially somebody that, you know, you just had been with, uh, you know, been working with. Uh, but that uh, that day then I, I called
2: at the ballpark this weekend, but I'm going to cut you off, but I was at this weekend and for some reason I thought mm-hmm. Elise would be in cancer. I still thought at least would be in the ballpark. Right. It, yep. like, it hasn't not hit to me yet, but you know, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, no, that's okay. Um, but you know, it just, I mean, my husband knew, uh, had met Elise at the supervisor event. Um, I don't think he had known her outside of that, even though he's working security there at the ballpark. Um, and then, so I talked to him and then I, I called my mom because she's kind of the person I go to, you know, when things are bad and when I'm sad and talked to her about it. And so it just was a sad day for the rest of the day after that, um, for me, you know, and, and then a few days later, you know, I, I imagine we'll get into the, the service, but, um, When we went to the service, it was just, it was so nice that there were so many uh, Cubs employees there representing, uh, you know, the friendships that she had there. And um, so that was really nice to see. Uh, I think there were somewhere, we didn't get an exact count, but we thought somewhere between 40 and 50 people, uh, employees from the Cubs that were at the service. Uh, so that, that was a really nice, uh, you know, good to see all those people um, and see how the friendships that she had made, um, and just some of them. And I'm sure that's not everyone. I know there were people that wanted to go but couldn't for whatever reason. So uh, I know it wasn't just her only friends that were there. It was, you know, just a small portion. And she just made that just speaks to her and how, what an impact she made uh, on everybody that she met, so.
2: You know, I, I, I cannot tell you um, even how, um, you know, we got connected. You know, uh, if you were a complete stranger, you would think that at least worked for me, at least never worked for me at the cub because we're in two different departments. Um, right. But, uh, you know, I know that day we found out every, my, I know uh Nancy and Mary's uh, inbox was probably going crazy too, but. Uh, I didn't realize the how much she talked about me, me to other people until that day. I'm like Frank. At least talked about this in the podcast, and the podcast, and the podcast, and you just never know, you know, who's watching you or who who notices you. All right. Um. But speaking of the podcast, and she was a great supporter. Uh, I want to get some business out of the way. The podcast we're definitely going to. Um, acknowledge uh, Elise more than this in three ways, in three ways. I'm going to share this with you all um, today real quick. The first way that we're going to uh, acknowledge uh, Elise, as you know, the podcast, we have, we, give, we have a lot of items that we're either uh, selling or giving away almost all Elise has in her home, um, uh, in her house, but uh, I wanted to do a pen, first of all, but I didn't want to do the traditional pen. That we do for everybody else, um, mm. I wanted to do a special kind of pen, some some a pen that was different, uh, that stood out. Um, for her. Um, so I have gotten a pen made um, that can be either used as, as a lapel pin or what have you. Uh, I only have the sample, uh, but they have been the ordered the sample, but it is a um, it is a nice. I think 10 karat or so uh, pen that is a sample. It comes in and anybody who gets one, it'll come in a nice, cool box there, but it looks, here's a sample of it. It looks like this when you actually put it on your ID or on your shirt or what have you. If you can see that there, not, let me make this a bit brighter. Um, so I want to do a unique, you know, lapel pen for a unique person. Yeah. Uh, so this right. is all the lapel pen that the podcast uh, has made for a least full look um again has the clasp on the back there um uh, something special for her uh but you know everybody that knows me knows I'm gonna go I'm gonna go big uh so in addition to that um I saw these cool little um cubes uh online and um the box was amazing because when I when you get the box uh the first thing you see on the box it says uh, smiles inside, and we know that Elise loved to smile, but uh, I wanted something that was, uh, that you can put in a window, uh, something that was small, that you can carry around forever and ever and ever, It will last for a long time, um, that when, you, when the sun touches it, it will brighten up a room like Elise does, and they were cool. I got a good deal on them. They're only $10, by the way, but these cool little glass cubes that say Elisa. yeah those are nice uh, i'll tell you when i put it in the window the first day in the morning and the sun came out i thought at least in the house me. <laughs> <laughs> so we put it in the window and the light shines on her, uh you might get a surprise but uh they're pretty cool her, her name is in there you can see it there uh her name that's is- very nice anybody can yeah. get them. i'll put these on the um i'll put the order form on the uh Patreon page. Uh, immediately following this, we got a few of them already uh, here. Uh, here's another one there. But um, yeah, anybody can have them, and they're small enough to go in your window or on your countertop or whatever. But um, when the light hits them from the sunlight in the morning, um, you'll see at least. So they're pretty cool. Not that not that big. Nice, nice and good. So that's that's the second thing that the podcast is going to be um, putting out there for those um, who would like to get one. And then the third thing. So, uh, Elise is always buying people gifts. Like, if she knows you want something, you know, she's going to get it for you. Um, uh, and, matter of fact, she bought me a gift recently at the Club 400 event. Um, I had a party for supervisors, by the way, if you're new to this, I had a big party, Club 400, two hours from here. Uh, and I was giving out my favorite thing, passing out gifts. Um, and Elise went out and bought me a gift. And it was something that I actually wanted, which was a Chicago Cubs Santa Claus hat. She bought me this uh, Santa hat. She's always buying stuff for people, uh, even though she was just supposed to be volunteering in during the day, she's thinking about me. Uh, she bought me this hat. Um, and I wanted to do a project uh, in, in memory of Elise. We asked her you were working on this project, by the way, a lot of you don't know this, but me and her were planning on doing something uh, for kids in need who are going back to school, we just never got around to finishing it, uh, obviously. Uh, but I'm I'm going to finish it. Even if I do it by myself, I'm going to finish it. But the project was: there's always these drives around school, back to school time to give kids in need these school supplies. But when that month right. is here and those school supplies are gone, those kids are still in need. So we were going to ask people to donate school supplies. Uh, not just when school's starting, but in September and October, so those kids that were still in need, can still have um, school supplies, right? We don't want to just help them out in August if they're in need. Uh, let's help them out all the time. So, uh, yeah, she's not here to finish. That's it. a great uh, idea. Uh, and can you anybody feel free to join us, giving us, bring us some school supplies. But um, and keeping up with Elise's theme, uh, I want to help kids in need. Uh, who may need pencils and pens and uh those kind of even deodorant you don't even think about that kids in need may need um we're going to continue to do that and collect all september um school supplies and the unique thing about it is that when we donate those school supplies there'll be a card in there that says it is from elise it's going to explain to those kids why they got this and who elise is now i'm not opposed to um other um, you know, acts of kindness that people want to do. Uh, but I think it's cool to let kids know where they got this from, right? This gift that you're getting is from this cool friend that I know who uh, inspired me to give these things to you. So um, if people have school supplies, even if it's a pencil uh, that you want to send in, uh, if you work for the Cubs, you can give it to me, Jordan, the supervisor. If you don't work for the Cubs. You have my email address if you're here. Um, but when everybody is. Has- yeah, what, what, what Sorry to interrupt you. I was
3: just going to say, if anybody wants to donate, I'd be glad to take it too and work with you on it.
2: Yes. Uh, uh, in honor of Elise, when, when people have forgotten about these kids in school, that are in need, we're going to remember them and say, oh, we have, we have not forgotten about you uh, because of a friend of ours who uh, did not forget about us, her name is Elise, and this gift is for you. So those are the three things that we got. Uh, a lapel pin, uh, the uh, memorial cube, and we're gonna do this school supply uh, project for kids who are in need, uh, because they're in need year round, not just, it's like Thanksgiving, right? You know, these homeless food drives on Thanksgiving, but what do they eat the rest of the month? <laughs> you know, so. Right, um, right. That's uh, what we're gonna do. Um, but that's let me ask you, awesome. you know, about the funeral. So I didn't get to go, obviously I was uh, out of town. Um, everybody, of course, Frank going to the funeral. Frank, you hey, By the way, I got more offers for rides for this one event than I've ever gotten in history of my life. Everybody wants to make sure I got there, but I was out of town. But tell me about the funeral.
3: Uh, Well, I mean, it was, was, like I said, it was a really nice contingent of people that, that, and a nice tribute. Um, You know, her sister uh, got up and spoke um, and, you know, it, so everybody that spoke just talked about how wonderful she was and how much they uh, really loved her. And um, it's hard, uh, you know. And two people from the Cubs, Mary and Nancy, who I think were probably uh, close closest friends with uh, Elise, maybe uh, from the Cubs, um, spoke and. Uh, like I said, it was it was an it was nice to have um, the the large contingent of Cubs fans, uh, Cubs Cubs fans, Cubs employees there, um, just to show how much she was loved by everybody at Wrigley. That she and everyone else. I mean, I'm sure I didn't know obviously everyone that was there, but I'm sure you know she had a lot of um, friends from her job at at the golf course as well, and. You know other facets of her life, um, but uh, you know. And then after after the funeral, um, my husband and I planned to go to the cemetery, um, just because I have a a cousin that's that's Jewish, and so I kind of know the tradition a little bit. And we were gonna, you know, go and participate. But um, then one of the uh, one of Elise's uh, close friends, Nancy. Uh, Just invited all the Cubs folks to come over to her place, um, which was very nice. You know, we had food and we could talk about uh, Elise, and uh, we got we got a big group picture, and then there was a a group picture of the folks that were there that started the same year Elise did in 2017. Um, So it was it was really nice to be among uh, friends and coworkers and just. Um, chance to kind of talk about Elise and reminisce, maybe uh, you know cry a little bit you know um, and then we went uh, after uh, we left Nancy's, we went up to uh, to Elise's sister's, I believe that's where the Shiva was at her sister's place in Northbrook and um, spent a little bit of time up there with her family so um it was a full day but a wonderful tribute i think to to elise and glad that we were able to to do that and be a part of it
2: yeah so we have uh we have a lot of family and friends here for, uh, for elise uh, so what I would do is um i'm going to uh uh share one of my stories uh that I have with um uh, Elise, and if you could, Kathy, queue up. Um, let's see, Jenny Evans. If you can cue her up and get her ready to mm-hmm. uh, speak right after me. Um, yeah. Right, so, but my so my story is so again, not Elise, as I said, uh, never worked for me. Like I'm security. She's a guest services. You would you would never know that because all she talked about was the podcast and or me <laughs> At home currently. Uh, but uh, this year, I said, you know. Sam said, "Hey, you know, give us some names for some leads. Who can be a lead, right? Um, we have yeah. staff, and then we have leads. Leads are the assistants to supervisors. And uh, Elise has a, a nature of serving. That just her nature is to serve, so, right? So I'm like, you know, um, I said this to uh, actually all three of them, but uh, Elise, you know, you, you should be a. I'm going to recommend you to be a lead. Now, I didn't ask them. I just did it." Uh, I think Mary, I don't really know how. I think Nancy might have no way. <laughs> like, you know, just not, you, know, you, you can do it. Like, of course you can do it. You know, you all You all have this spirit of serving. And that a lead is pretty much the assistant to the supervisor. Uh, so at least, I think she was maybe the first one to get it done. I think Elise was a lead, maybe in the bleachers, I'm not sure. And she learned things that most people don't know. And that's one. Every supervisor is different. We all have our own ways of doing things. We're not
3: right.
2: it be the same policy, but we have different ways of interpreting it. So she learned that. Um, and she also learned um how dealing with the personalities of our staff could be interesting. So <laughs> there are many, many personalities at Wrigley Field. Um, but I believe um that although um Mary, I don't know for sure, nope, they want to do it. I believe they're get the, they were coming around to being a lead in the position. Now, um, your last two days, Kathy, she worked with you in fan services. What was she like in fan service?
3: Oh man. She, she's just amazing. She, she's always amazing in there because you know, fan services you're dealing with folks, uh, coming up, asking questions. Where's, you know, where's first timer, where, where can I get this food or that food? Uh, or they may come up with a, a, a seating issue or something uh and she always was very proactive and um and asking as they approach not waiting for them to you know say hey can can I ask you a question you know she was always paying attention to the booth and and you know watching for people to approach and she uh you know she always had a a, a nice smile for them had a friendly answer um, and you know, really didn't have anything that she couldn't answer. And if if you know, the se- the first day she was uh, one of my leads, and uh, she would just offer to do anything any, run, make any run if we needed stickers or we needed you know to go down to home base or somebody needed something in the seating bowl or you know she would. Uh, volunteer right away to go um and then the second time she was um in the booth with me uh not a lead the second night and uh, you know she was on top of lost and found all night um you know wanting just wanting to help anybody she could so um you know just a i mean top notch you know all the way around in there and even, Which if, is really helpful for me, you know, as a supervisor, because then I know if I need to step away uh you know and go, take care of something, then I know uh I don't have to worry about the booth.
2: Yeah, so, I forgot how much she would bring me cookies all the time. I don't know if she made them herself or not, but uh I always, <laughs> always ate good because at least bring me cookies or something from home somewhere, but Uh, Let's go to her niece. uh, Let's go to Jenny Evans. Then we'll go to Janet uh, after that. So let's let's go and uh, let's turn on the mic for uh, her niece to say a few for a few words uh, to us.
0: Hi, everyone. Um, It's so touching to see so many of her Wrigley Field family here. I know how much she loved working with all of you. And uh, I was obviously reciprocated by the the great stories that you're able to share about her. Those of you who were at the funeral, um, or watched virtually, you heard me talk about how lucky I was to have an Aunt Elise, Um, and she was just the most amazing and the most amazing person, um, We actually have some memories surrounding the Cubs that I didn't talk about at the funeral, and I wanted to share those with some of you. She was just the biggest Cubs fan. We have a lot of baseball fans and sports fans in the family, but I have some awesome memories with her. She took me to the Cubs convention one year, and I thought it was the coolest thing. She introduced me to Fergie Jenkins, who made fun of my outfit, and I thought it was pretty cool that a Um, Hotshot former Cubs player was able to, you know, joke around with me. And she's the one who had me stand in the line and introduced me to him. And she took me to a couple different opening days for the Cubs. And one of them, it was April in Chicago and it was snowing. I don't know if anybody else was at that game, but it was opening day, it was snowing and we stayed for the whole game. It was one of those miserable games where they just lost and it was long. Um, but we had a blast. We had so much fun and she always made sure it was special and, you know, made sure that, um, we got all the good food while we were there. And she was just such a blast to be around. She was always smiling and always doing nice things and Frank, when you shared that story about how she brought you a hat or just brought you that gift, like that was just a totally normal thing for her. She did that for anyone. Not that you weren't special. I'm sure you are, but she just brings gifts to people and, and it's not for the glory. It's because she's just like a genuinely kind and amazing person. And we all miss her so much. And I could talk forever about Aunt Elise. um, But I think I'll just leave it at that, that we all miss her. And um, well, we're her family. You guys are her Cubs family. And um, and it just means a lot. And I can't wait to get one of those memorial cubes.
2: Definitely. We'll, we will definitely make that uh, happen for you. Um, thank you. So, and if anything that we can do for you, obviously let us know uh, and we'll do that. Uh, so, let's queue up Kathy. Uh, I'm going to hope I'm getting this last name right. Uh, Janet Buzel, B U Z I L. Hopefully, I'm saying that right.
4: Um, I want one of those um,
2: squares, too. Yes, yes. (laughs)
4: Um, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, This is uh, Barry, Elise's husband. This is Elise's mom, Charlotte. Um, Stephen. And Stephen, my husband, Elise's brother-in-law. And, um, you know, I'm going to let Barry say something, too. I just wanted to thank all of you, um, you were a big part of her life. And um, even in her death, you really made it special. I think that um, the tribute at the funeral was incredible. Um, you know, it's it's COVID and you most people don't even go to funerals. And there were, you know, 40 to 50 people there representing. And it was it was a part of Elisa's life that we heard about, but didn't necessarily get to see. And um, she loved all of you. And uh, we ate well at the Shivas because of all of you and all of your contributions. And as it says in the chat, there's there's lots of money left over to donate uh, in her name to Parkinson's um, and breast cancer. And thank you so much for um being so special in her lives and loving her the way you do. And um, and I want you to consider us family too. Um, I'll let Barry talk because I'm just sitting here crying.
5: I'm already. <laughs> um I want to echo what Janet said. I can't, from the bottom of my heart, thank each and every one of you. You guys have just been absolutely unbelievable the outpouring of love is just unanimous with everyone i'm i'm so touched um first time i think i ever met frank was elise's birthday and he's buying us hot dogs i go who is this guy (laughs) never even met him and he's just nice guy and elise had such fantastic connections with, with frank and mary and nancy and david hayworth and so many of your other others, and I apologize. that There's just so many people I can't keep up with. Um, it's not just, you know, she had two jobs. She was at the country club and she was at Wrigley, but to her Wrigley was something, somewhere she wanted to be. She absolutely loved being there. She loved all you guys. And it was just, it was a passion of hers. And uh, in my residence, I probably have more Cubs souvenirs than the Wrigley Field souvenir shop. I mean. She just loved to, um, she just, it was a passion. She loved it and um, she enjoyed buying things and giving gifts and um, you guys all know how she was and we're all going to miss her. But I, I truly thank each and every one of you for me- making her so welcome at, uh, at Wrigley. And then the last thing I'm going to say is so what a devoted Cup fan she was after this big sell-off when a lot of people are furious and upset with, with rickets and the whole everything. Elise said, hey, sh- she was totally forgiven. She said they did what they needed to do, that this was, um, this is baseball, it's a business. So it's like, she didn't have a, a bad bone. She just loved everyone and um, I love all you guys. So thank you for being so supportive. It's very, very comforting to me and to Janet and Shar and Stephen and my daughter, Brittany, And Eric, her husband, and my grandkids to just know what a wonderful person she was, and um, she'll live in our hearts forever.
4: Thank you. Do you want to say anything? It's hard to words. Beautiful, wonderful, precious, and she'll just live in my heart forever and ever and ever and ever and ever love you. I love all of you so much because you gave her so much pleasure. All her friends and relatives and oh gosh I'm sorry coming through like I want to but just love may love just be spread through all of you as it was spread through Elise because she spread her love around to everyone and Never had too little. She always had so much. Thank
5: you. You know, one thing I'd just like to say, um, Jackie Robinson once said that life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. And uh, just seeing
6: the impact that Elise had in everybody is so profound. It's very touching. Thank
2: you. Uh, I don't know if you all know this or not, but there actually is a picture of Elise inside the Cubs fan services booth. Um, so whenever anybody goes in there, uh, Elise is always working there because she is in there. Yes, oh, go ahead. get it.
4: Um, I just remembered. So September twenty fifth, um, our cousins uh, got tickets for. Uh, Steve and Barry and me and my cousin Larry will be at the Cubs game and they're putting a special message on the scoreboard for us for Elise. So look for that message on September 25th and look for us. We'd love to see you there.
2: Yes uh, definitely we will all uh, try to do what we can. Um, uh, Kathy you probably will be Around fan services, I'm not sure where I'll be, uh, far as uh, um, assignment-wise, but uh, let's make sure that we uh, remember to get them something. Um, yeah,
3: absolutely. I made a note of that, so we will. Uh, uh, we'll make sure to take care of you guys. Once you uh, find out where your seats are, if you could let us know, um, yeah. and then we can we can come by and say hi.
5: That would be great.
4: Thank you.
3: We love that. And we'll take a
4: picture
2: of whatever the board says. And so, yeah. um, All right, so we, uh, I do want to read this. This uh, I got this from uh, her daughter, Brittany. She wanted me to read this. Uh, it says, at least it's my mom. I'm floored by the outpouring of love she's received from her cub's family. She was truly the most loving person. She wore her heart on her sleeve and put her family first. Thank you for paying tribute to her, Brittany. Uh, Brittany, so today, but she wanted me to read that um, for you all. So um, we will make sure that we get some of these uh, items out to the family um, as soon as we can. Um, Seven fifty. So let's get Mary up here real quick, and then possibly Nancy. Um,
3: so one, one quick story um, that I forgot to tell earlier while we're waiting for Mary, and then I'll let Mary go, but uh, Elise had put something online over the offseason about some bobbleheads that she was, you know, wanting to give away to folks. She wasn't asking for anything in return for them, just wanted to you know, the first four people that responded, you know, got got their pick, and uh, so I luckily saw saw the post pretty quickly, and after she posted, and I Sent her a message. And I live out in Woodstock, which is pretty far away from the ballpark. Not far from the Club 400, luckily, but when we did that event. But uh, pretty far from the ballpark and pretty far from uh, met. And Elise offered to send it to me for nothing. She wouldn't take any money. So I said, well, why don't I just, I'll come and get it no, no, no. She said, I'll, how about if we meet halfway somewhere? So we arranged a place to meet halfway. And that particular day we were supposed to meet, we were getting a lot of snow. Um, and so we said, why don't we, uh, postpone this? She said, let me just send it to you. Send me your address. And, you know, so she did, she wouldn't, but she wouldn't take anything in return. I tried, um, but you know, she just had a, she just wanted to other folks to enjoy those bobbleheads and just get them to them however she could. So that's another another example of her giving spirit.
2: Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm sure. I have many more things here in my house that are from her that I just didn't pull out. <laughs> um, uh, now I met uh, Elise uh, with. Um, Mary, and I remember one day, Mary, we were in the dugouts and you all wanted to take a picture with me and you all just made me laugh uncontrollably and I couldn't stop laughing to take the picture. Uh, and that is like one of my first memories of all of you all together, but uh, you probably forgot that Mary, but you wanna go ahead and say some, say some things Mary?
7: Yeah, no, I did not forget that at all. <laughs> oh, that kind of that became Running joke with us that every time we saw you, we were trying to get a picture and make you laugh. (laughs) So, anyway, Um, yeah, so most of you know that I met Elise on the train on the Skokie like early on in 2017. We're both nervous about starting our dream job and all that. So, we just kind of sat together and it just kind of became a habit, you know, because you don't know anybody. And so, you're trying to kind of hook onto somebody to share your nervousness with, you know. So, um, I mean, we quickly became friends and, you know, just started meeting at the train and riding together. And then after the game, we would meet after the game and go home together and share stories and whatnot. But um, there's a a funny story that some people know about, but uh, I think we were destined to be friends because um, somebody posted, and just a couple years ago, Somebody posted the video of the 2017 Cubs convention when you're in the ballroom and they're singing, um, we are the champions and you know, everybody's crying because we're happy and whatnot. And everybody's videotaping the room because of the song. And um, I'm like, Oh my God, that was such a fun memory. I'm going to go back and look at mine. I went back and I looked at mine and sure enough, Elise is at the table next to me. And we didn't know each other yet. And I was like, oh, my God, this is wild. So I quickly texted Elise. I said, you got to pull up your video try and find it. (laughs) And I said, look for me. And sure enough, I was like, we kind of had our backs to each other. It was so wild. So like we were just kind of destined to be friends that we feel at that point. And um, so we met soon after that. But I will tell you, Wrigley was definitely her happy place. I know that there were a couple of times that she actually applied for higher up positions to get in the front office because she just wanted to be there all the time. Um, You know, unfortunately, they gave it to somebody else, but she never quit trying to be there more often, you know, and she was always working her magic with her other job to, you know, work as much as she could. She just wanted to be there all the time because she felt the way that we all feel that Wrigley is a family and, you know, it's the outpouring has been amazing. And for, you know, for me, the first night back at the ballpark was that concert. And, you know, I can't tell you how many hugs that I got and it just made me feel so good. And um, she touched a lot of people (laughs) really did. So God bless her.
2: Yeah, I got to say that um, um, the amount of hugs, hugging that came, you know, from the first day back was quite impressive. You know, and a lot of times mm-hmm. people, people will do that when somebody uh, passes, and they will stop doing it after a while. But uh, I think you know, in these moments, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you remember people all the time and acknowledge them because, uh, you know, nobody is guaranteed uh, tomorrow. So uh, the hugging, yes, I remember the hugging for sure. Um, on the way back. Um, so I know Nancy is here. I't I did not ask, ask Nancy in advance if she wanted to say anything, so I'm kind of putting her on the spot. Uh, hopefully she's used to that by now because that's what I do at work. <laughs> but um, uh, can we unmute Nancy and see if Nancy wants to uh, uh, say anything, Kathy?
8: Oh my goodness, you know where do I start? You know, Kind of just dovetailing with what Mary said. Working at Wrigley was so special, and it was such a, a special job for all of us. We we felt so honored that we were selected, and um, and it's the people that work at Wrigley. You know, it's not the weather—forty-two degrees and snow in April, and you know, hundred and six heat index. You know, like yesterday. Uh, It's really the people that keep us coming and it's people like Elise, you know, she's like the the top drawer banner of of the people that work for for Wrigley um, that bring us all all there. Um, I met Elise scanning tickets in 2017 in our, our class. And you know how it is when you stand around and after the crowd gets in and there's not an awful lot to do before you give breaks to people in the seating bowl and we would have just wonderful conversations. And it was just obvious to me, this was somebody that I wanted to uh, be friends with. And, you know, it almost kind of felt like being in college, you know, with <laughs> people who are, um, who are there interested in getting to know one another. And Elise was the most welcoming, caring, thoughtful uh, person. I've I've ever known. I mean, she's just so special. And, um, and Elise and I uh, solidified our friendship on the L. We would, like uh, I'm on the Purple Line, and we would uh, uh, see each other and ride the Purple Line uh, to and from. And then that's how I got to know Mary. And then after a while, then Mary and Elise came through to the Purple Line more often. And, um, you know, I I kind of funny. I have always thought of Mary and Elise like Lennon and McCartney, <laughs> and and me kind of like Harrison. You, you know, like I'm I'm sort of a little bit of a latecomer into the into the friendship, but you know, um, uh, still feel very uh, warm and close. And and uh, the three of us, I think, had something very special um, to be with each other. And I, I, you know, I think that's, I think that's all I can say right now. She was just such a special person and I missed her so much.
2: Yeah, uh, so it's gonna take me a while to uh, realize that she's not actually in the ballpark. Um, even though I know she's not in the ballpark, it's gonna take me a while to actually put in my head that she's not in the ballpark. So um, uh, definitely understand. Um, and thank you for sharing um, now before we go before we go uh, i know Elise would want me to do this and uh, there's somebody here who just had a baby that uh at uh, least very excited for probably more so than all of us on this um screen combined Elise was excited about this baby that nicole just had uh there were some um issues in the beginning but everything is uh, going straight now, so uh, she's gonna kill me, but <laughs> every Cubs employee knows this is what I do, put them on the spot. So, everybody say hello for the first time to baby from the hospital <laughs> there in the cold.
3: Say hi.
2: Oh my goodness, he's adorable.
3: oh yeah, I'm almost five pounds now. <laughs>
2: almost five pounds, wow, wow. So, uh, I put you on the spot, Nicole. Anything you want to say about uh, Elise, if you can?
0: Uh, there was nobody you all have been so kind and sending such wonderful prayers and messages. She was constantly checking up on me and Elliot. We've been in the hospital now for well, he'll be nine, eight weeks this week, and I was in the hospital for two weeks before that. And... She had said that she was looking for stuff for him, and that she was spending time with her grandkids, and just to take care of him, and that he was my priority now. And I just miss you all, and I wish I could have given her one more hug because I haven't seen any of you since twenty nineteen. So thanks, Rick.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: But I miss you all, and. Someday you'll all meet Elliot as he gets bigger. So I love you all and I miss her so much.
2: All right. And I know one other person, I think um, uh, Loretta asked me if she can uh, talk about um, I think some fun that they're doing. So can we find Loretta? Is she available? Uh, or is it Larry,
6: one of them? Okay. Um, as many of you know, we did... I did ask for donations in both of our Cubs groups uh, to purchase um, a couple trays for family and friends visitors to the Shiva house and we've had a really a tremendous outpouring if you still want to contribute. Um, I'll be at the ballpark for the two concerts this weekend. uh, Glutton for punishment, I guess. And uh, I'm sure Frank or Kathy or, you know, we could just pass it around to the supervisors and they could get it to me. At this point, we will be splitting over $200 between Elise's two favorite charities
2: Loretta, go ahead, Loretta, but don't say anything that made me cry again, Loretta. Okay. I'm
9: sorry. You know, I want to say that Larry is such a great partner to me because I'm such a crier, so this is hard, but um, I just kept thinking she she had such a a big heart, you know, and I just always think of her in the fan services booth like this with her hands out just waiting there to you know, be there to greet people and just, she was, she was so supportive of you, Frank, you know, she just loved you so much. And I think anybody she met, she just, she's just a big bundle of love. I was thinking with your, um, your school supplies, could you put a box like by home base? Could you talk to the clubs and maybe if you had like a box there and then people would just, you know, put some of their, school supplies in there is there a way we can collect them i know i'm gonna go tomorrow i'm gonna go to the dollar store and i'm gonna like clean them out and then just somehow get it to you in her
2: name i'll see what we can do I'll, see, I'll see yeah that.
9: maybe because it would be like one consolidated place then i mean i know it's you have to ask their permission but you know, maybe that maybe that could happen. It's for a very good cause, but uh, it's been so great seeing everyone. Thank you.
2: All right, uh, so uh, we're nearing the end of this. Uh, Kathy, any uh, any final thoughts?
3: Mm, no, it's just so good to hear stories about Elise and um, miss her already at the ballpark. It's nice to have that uh, picture up in fan services. Um, I don't know who put it up there, but it's—it just makes me smile every time I see it, and and be sad at the same time, because uh, she's not there. But you know, we uh, we all love her, and you know, it's it's nice to hear all the stories that everybody's told tonight.
2: Yes, and so for those of you that are out there in uh podcasting land that are listening to this, uh just to recap, uh we we would we just definitely have to do a standalone episode um about Elise, uh somebody that we uh definitely think that the world should know. Uh we know that once it's on a podcast, it would be available for eternity long after I'm gone. Uh and then uh kids and grandkids can always hear it. So um, that's why we're here today. Uh, I think we could have never done uh, a job um, in describing um, what Elise means uh, to all of us. It would take 18 World Series—I'm not kidding—to even, uh, you know, come close to, um, you know, that excitement. Every every day was a World Series day when Elise was um, at the ballpark and. Uh, I will never know why, uh, you know, she was so uh, supportive and attached to somebody who was not even in her department. But uh, I am forever um, grateful. Uh, and in closing, I just want people to remember, um, you know, tomorrow is not promised. Uh, you know, don't take it for granted. Uh, make sure that people that are around you. Uh, that you love know that uh, not just in words but uh in action so um hopefully you will share this episode when you hear it uh and thank you for listening to another episode of the mistaken identity podcast i will remember remain-
1: Don't let your life pass you by Weep not for the memories I'm so tired, but I can't sleep Standing on the edge of something much too it's funny how we feel so much but cannot say a word we are screaming inside but we can't be heard i will